Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch, and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring us insights, advice, and technical updates for the sheep industry. Quad bikes are an extremely useful machine on any farm. In this episode, I'm joined by Francis Quigley, machinery specialist with Chagosk, who's going to chat about basic maintenance, some general advice on safe use, and how to keep quads in good working order. Francis takes us through basic oil and filter servicing, the importance of checking brakes, and general mechanical maintenance. We discuss matching quad bikes up with suitable towing equipment, and he highlights some important considerations in this regard. We finish up with Francis discussing the importance of checking controls, on a regular basis and addressing any issues that you identify. We start off, however, with Francis discussing the importance of correct tire pressure, why it should be monitored and adjusted to suit the needs of a specific task, and why it's important to periodically assess tire wear. Because one of the, the key things that we want to have a look at, you know, on a daily basis is obviously the tires. You know, it's the one point of contact you have with the ground. So making sure that you have good tread um, and uh, so for, you know, that will obviously give you a good grip, not only, you know, to get places, but obviously on the corners and things like that, you know. Um, but also the actual tire pressure is very important, you know, so just making sure that you have the correct tire pressure uh, for your bike. Like, you know, that, that, that will vary from, from uh, bike to bike and, and depending on the tire. But if you just check your operator's manual, it will give you uh, the recommended tire pressure. So again, just to check that all four uh, tires, you know, are, are evenly inflated again, like is very important. You know? So that's, uh, that's a good one just to... to it's a basic check, Francis. Like you mentioned there, tyre wear. I suppose it depends too on the environment they're working in, whether it's mainly on tracks going out for cows or sheep, or it's going off up a hill. Having good tyre grip on, especially for more off-roading, is obviously very important. But having that even pressure across all tyres, from a health and safety point of view, it's a very basic check to make sure you're right, obviously. It is like, and even adjusting tire pressures, you know, is is you know an important thing that people you know would consider, like because if you're working, you know, on uh, we'll say off road, you know, at slower speeds, you know, a lower tire pressure is going to give you a much bigger contact area with the ground, uh, so you'll actually get more grip, you know, and it'll obviously you know travel better over softer ground. But you know, if if you're doing a lot, you know, higher speeds on uh, um, on roadways and things like that. Uh, and corner and you know, at speed, you need a you know, much higher tire pressure. You know? So again, it's very important that you know, the tire pressure that you're using is suitable for the conditions that you're working in. Like, you know, but, uh, like, don't be afraid to, to adjust them to suit your needs. Yeah, and, f- and follow guidance. No, tires is one thing. Obviously, we're talking about taking uh, bends and that. The other thing that's very important is brakes. And it's probably something that's worth checking before you actually realize you need them. How important, like, on a daily basis, just to check the brakes are working and not seized up or pulling evenly? Yeah, look, again, uh, a critical check that we'd want to be doing on a daily basis, you know, so uh, I suppose a simple thing is just even just, you know, if you leave the bike, you know, roll uh, at a, uh, you know, a slow enough speed and then just pull the brakes and just make sure that it's actually braking evenly, you know, so it's not pulling you uh, to left or right. That's a sign that, you know, the brakes are out of balance. So you're really only maybe braking on, on one side only. Um, so again, just make sure that that's that balance. Again, it'll depend on the actual, you know, the the ba- the brakes that are on the machine. You know, like if you were looking for, you know, a new machine, it's important to be looking for maybe a machine with disc brakes. They'll obviously perform, you know, an awful lot better in the, we'll say, the tougher conditions that you were going to be dealing with, you know, around the farm. Um, you know, so uh, rather than, you know, drum or other types of brakes, like, you know, so they're, they'll have a much longer lifespan. But again, even, you know, you will have wear on those in time. So there is, you know, service intervals for those, you know, which we can maybe touch on service intervals later on 
it's, it's look, it's certainly something to keep an eye on. In terms of some of the other basic management, like I suppose how you look after a machine in some extent is the life of the machine. Intervals, drive changes, uh, stuff like that. Like we, we frequently, we get a ping on a car when it's due, but on a quad bike, often it's kind of left to our own devices. What kind of intervals, Francis, should we be looking at for doing some of that basic mechanical maintenance of like oil changes and some of the basic top-ups on it? Yeah, well, I suppose, look, on, on the daily basis, like we were talking about the brakes and the tires and things like that, just the actual controls, you know, just, just go through those as well, just to make sure that they're all, you know, function properly, that the throttle isn't sticking or anything like that, you know, that'd be obviously very dangerous, you know, and that the steering is, is smooth all the way, you know, uh, in its full cycle left to right. So, you know, they're kind of, we'd say, everyday uh, items. You want to be checking eye level. Um, again, look, at, you know, it might be a dipstick um, or there might actually be a, an actual eye level indicator on the front of the crankcase which is kind of you know maybe just a small little glass uh, side gauge that you'll see so just you know check that on a daily uh, uh, basis the tires and stuff we've already mentioned you know coolant levels again would want to be checked looking for leaks you know uh, you know as we'd recommend with any machine if you could park it you know um on a dry you know solid surface joe um before you get on the bike then every morning you just have a look under it and to see if there's any liquids you know on on the ground so if there is then at least if it's on a you know a concrete surface or something like that you can see if it's maybe oil or if it's uh water joe or maybe uh, brake fluid would obviously be a lot more serious, like you know. But but if you have that parked, you know, outside where it's going to be wet, or if even if it's on a clay surface, it's going to be harder. You might see a, you know a spot on the ground, but it'll be harder to identify what that spot is, like you know. On yeah. the you obviously lights and brakes and things as well, Joe. The emergency stop would be the daily checks. You mentioned earlier with service intervals and that on brakes. How difficult is it to replace? brake pads on some of the newer models or get that addressed or it, it likely is not the most costly thing to do but certainly if they're not right it'll be more expensive if it goes wrong on you it yeah look i mean there's 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 a 20 hour uh, service you know recommended now again look it'll vary from manufacturer to manufacturer but you know as a guide there's kind of a 20 hour service which is 20 hours or 150 kilometers. That's, you know, basic. That's, you know, you're talking about engine oil change and engine oil filter. You're talking about um, just kind of inspecting and cleaning the actual brake system. And then just the actual drivetrain itself, you know, so uh, just inspecting and cleaning those. That might be something that, you know, somebody that's, you know, reasonably uh, confident, you know, could do relatively easily. It's, it's pretty similar to a tractor oil change. You're going to, you know, warm up the engine uh, beforehand just to, to get that oil loose, you know, and to actually, you know, it takes all the sediment. The oil actually holds the dirt and sediment as well. So it just shifts that off the bottom of the pan as well. So it's held in the oil and you'd open then and drain that out. For the, we'd say the 100 hour service and things like that, um, which would be, you know, a, a higher service, um, you know, you might be as well, you know, going to your actual um, dealer uh, to do that service, you know, so, you know, he'll go through, it would say the standard service, but he'll also obviously go through the air cleaner and things like that will need to be uh, changed, you might have to replace uh, coolant level. Um, again, he'd give a thorough, you know, look over. We'd say things like the the drive shaft and the drive shaft boots. You know, he'd go through the final gear, you know, the back end aisle uh, uh, and differential aisle if it's on it. You know, and again, you know, he'll take it through a, a full uh, check. So again, it's it would I would recommend, you know, that you are going back to the dealer for that that uh, main uh, hundred hour you know service. But the twenty hour service look is probably something somebody that's reasonably confident could do themselves. 
like in all them cases, you're really extending the lifetime of that machine for you. Like, they're an extremely versatile tool on a farm. Of course, the one has to be handled with safety, but oftentimes it's not just the quad for traveling around, they're hitched up to implements, they're towing. How important is it, Francis, that they're correctly matched to any implements they're towing, whether it be spreaders or small trailers for moving stock or other items about? Yeah, so again, look, it's very important that the implement like i mean it is a you know a very versatile machine as you say but it's very important that the the implement that you're getting for the machine matches you know the size of bike that you have like you know so again that the the you know if that's a fertilizer spreader or trailer or whatever that it, it is matches again even when you're looking at those you know you know it's worth looking at um you know implements that might have an overrun brake like so in other words you know when the weight is pushing on on the actual back of of the hitch you know it's actually breaking you know itself like i suppose another thing that's you know um would be important is something like you know the swivel hitch on the drawbar so that you know if for whatever reason maybe a fertilizer spread or something that if it turned did happen to turn over you know it's not going to you know uh force the bike over you know because it'll swivel, be able to swivel uh, completely independently you know a low center of gravity for any of those is very important. Like, you know, so it is important that the, the implement is designed for the quad bike. You know, so you're not taking you know, some other implement around the yard or you haven't modified something. So they'll, you know, they'll have a low center of gravity and it will have a wide axle. You know, the other thing that it'll tend to have like, or normally would be expected to have would be a long drawbar. And again, the advantage of the long drawbar, it's no, no different than a, you know, a long crowbar. You know, it's giving you more leverage. So there's, uh, you can move that weight uh, of the implement, you know, further forward from the, the actual wheels that are carrying it, but you're not transferring as much of the weight actually, Joe, or downforce down onto the actual back of the quad bike. Joe, so you can balance the load that way. Like they are powerful. Again, unlike tractors or jeeps or other implements, you haven't got quite the weight to handle it. So I think it finds even overrun brake, similar to what some livestock trailers are important to consider with it. You don't have that same level of control that you might have with other implements. You don't, and like even the operator himself needs to be suited to the machine. You know, like you know, you you do need to be reasonably agile and and able to move around, especially you know you're working on hilly ground. You know, you, you it it does rely on you moving your weight, you know, forwards or backwards or side to side. You know, so uh, you yourself need to be reasonably fit and agile. And uh, you know, back to what we were talking about at the start. You know, that cleanliness. You know, would say muck and and dirt and stuff building up on the on the steps is you know is a no no. Like you know, you need Need to have a, a good firm uh, uh, standing position, you know, if you're working, you know, if you're if you're doing that, we say active driving position as we call it, you know, where you're kind of semi-standing, you know. Yeah. So it is very important for those basic checks that we were talking about. You just mentioned it there, like the environment is working, it's it's off, not the nicest or easiest environment on the machine, but keeping some of the basics like electrics and that right on a piece of equipment, like considering the fact it's working in mucky environments, it's working in some of the rough ground, and particularly it's working in very wet conditions. So I'm even thinking from the point of view of cleaning it down afterwards, Francis, how difficult is it to keep the electrics right? Or is there any best practice you'd recommend for keeping them working right? Well, look, you know, I know. Look, it's, it's you know the best thing really is to do when when that dirt and muck is is fresh on it, it's going to be very easy to remove it. So if you take you know you you'll even get away you know with a low pressure hose, uh, rinsing it down quickly. I know. Look, it'll vary completely from you know farm to farm. Like if you're if you're on a dairy farm and you're running out of cow pads uh, every day of the week, like it's obviously going to have. Uh, a lot more build up on it, you know, than maybe if you're working on, on you know, hilly ground with sheep or whatever. But again, you know, uh, washing it down uh, when it's fresh is going to make it very easy. I don't recommend taking a, a high pressure 
um, you know, holes too is certainly not, you know, uh, going very hard on it because, you know, you, you'll end up driving water in past seals, Joe, um, and things like that, which will end up causing uh, problems uh, further down the line, like with service and that, Joe, and boots and things like that, that you'll end up damaging, Joe, on the actual bike. But just, you know, soft well. holes and give it a wash down. Keep keep it right even from safety point of view. Friends, look, we just spoke about the electrics there. Like, just maybe as a final question to you, there's a host of other controls, particularly more modern bikes from diff locks to different things on it. You know, checking that they are working correctly and our fuses are correct in them and different solenoids or switches correctly in them. How troublesome can they be or how difficult is it to maintain that end of it? Uh, look, again, uh, I suppose the key thing is just that you're checking them, you know, so again, that, you know, that morning routine is important, that, so you, you're going through the controls and you're checking with, say, you know, the likes of the, you know, the throttle and the, the stick and even the steering, you know, basic things like that, that the, your full movement, so the steering is moving fully left to right, they're, you know, the real critical things, checking lights, obviously, uh, you know, if you're uh, going on the road and that indicators and everything obviously need to be, you know, 100%, you know, so you're checking, you know, the likes of those things on a daily basis before you go out on the road. Francis, thank you very much for your time. We'll catch up with you again maybe for a later episode on more applications for it. No problem at all. Okay, we'll have to finish up at this point. Again, I'd like to thank Francis for taking the time to join us, sharing his insights, some very useful and interesting information. I think you highlighted a couple of key areas, you know, the need for regular checking of the basic controls on it, checking tyre pressures, tyre wear, they're basic health and safety checks that are vital to be done on a regular basis. You know, in terms of the mechanical service, and that's the life of the machine, whether you're competent enough maybe to do that yourself or it's need to go back to the garage where place you purchase it from, it will extend the life of the machine and ensure it runs better for you. Just to put a little bit of context around some of the messages Francis was highlighting, I did include a link in the description to a short video clip put together for Virtual Sheep Week, highlighting some of these key issues from one of our better farmers. That's it for me. Again, for any updates from the Sheep Program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chagla Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and listen in to all our episodes.